Hello everybody and welcome to Inspiration for Your Day. I am so happy that you've decided to make inspiration a part of your day. Of course, this is your spot for the best in Caribbean gospel music and inspiration and positive words from the Word of God, things that will impact your heart and your soul and your mind in a wonderful way that I pray. I pray that if you are not having uh, the best start to your day, that all of that is going to change because you've tuned into inspiration. We are here to uplift your spirits, to put a smile on your face and renew that sense of joy and hope in your heart. My name is Nicole Georges Bennett and I will be with you for this next little while as we get into the Word of God. And today is a celebration and worship kind of day, so not too much chat from me. We do have the Burning Love Outreach moment and then we're going to just sort of focus on the praise music. So let's get the day started. Everyone can do it No worry about nothing Hitting got no weight limit Cause this party is heavenly That's the problem gone away It's a new kind of dancing Can lead you to your healing So get up and dance Dance your problem them away I know you've been waiting long But your breakthrough is today Forget about every negative thing Get up and dance into your blessing It might look confusing But it's Caribbean Christian living Caribbean Christian struggling with the chains of drug addiction? Do you feel like there's no hope or no escape from your situation? My name is Sarita Jones. I am the founder and president of Burning Love Outreach. This ministry is based upon my real life experience. Led by the Holy Spirit, I traveled from a life of darkness and despair, suffering from drug abuse and addiction to be reborn to a life filled with light, hope, and love. My goal is to see others experience the same joyful rebirth, to be bigger, bolder, and more valuable than they have ever imagined. For speaking engagements that will inspire a change in your community, please visit my website at burningloveoutreach.org. Remember, God has a plan for your life, so don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. Hello everyone, this is your host Sarita Jones for a Burning Love Moment. I am here today with my co-host Sylvia Shipman, Dr. Sylvia Shipman, and we are going to have an episode where the listeners would get a chance to hear about Dr. Shipman and who she is. You know, we started a Burning Love Moment back in January. We came on with episodes, but we never introduced the host and the co-host. So that's what this month is all about. The month of April is about being introduced to your co-host and your co-host. And today it will be Dr. Sylvia Shipman. Now, I would like for you to know we are not medical doctors. We're not psychologists or psychiatrists, but we are ministers 
ministers on a mandate from God to administer his word, to encourage and inspire those who may be struggling, dealing with everyday life. We're going to go before the Lord in prayer, and then we will start this conversation with Dr. Shipman. Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you for this Inspiration for Your Life podcast. We ask your blessings, Lord God, to the listeners and to the host and the co-host today, Lord. We pray that this segment would bless someone. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me as a co-host for a Burning Love Moment. And I would like for you to take this time to introduce yourself to our listeners. So really, it's a pleasure as always to be on this platform with you and certainly be before God's people. Um, my name is Sylvia Shipman. Uh, I have uh, been walking with the Lord, Serena. My story uh, that I would like to share with the listeners is how to fulfill God's purpose and how God transformed my life to reflect his glory here on earth. And he's not finished, but I've been walking this journey with the Lord for a long time. And uh, the beginning of it was me hungry and thirsting after the Lord. Um, in my, I would say in my late 20s, I knew that it was something missing. I was working two jobs. The second job was part-time, it was full-time. And I was like, wait a minute, I need to spend some time with the Lord. And I knew then that the Lord was drawing me. I knew it. And so I let the second job go and I began to go to Bible study and and um, really just get involved with my prayer life and everything. It just went on a whole nother journey with God, even closer walk with him. And in that, um, I knew then that things had to change. Mm -hmm. So um, I was on this job and I did not like this job that I was on. And I said, Lord, mm -hmm. I don't want to be on this job. <laughs> I hated the job. Yeah. And um, so I began to seek the Lord. I began to seek the Lord for, to set me free uh, from that job. Now, nothing was horrible about the job. I just did not want it. But all along, I, I did not know that it was God that was getting ready to do and birth in me what he wanted to do in my life here on earth. I did not know that. Um, however, during the process of time, uh, I, I just kept seeking the Lord for his plan, purpose, and destiny for my life. And God began to start speaking to me audibly about it. Mm -hmm. And so, and that is how I know that I am fulfilling portions. And you know, we think that when we hear from God, that's all it is. Right. And so you stay on that path sometimes, right. but that's not the end. And you have to continue to seek him for the next assignment and the next assignment and the next assignment and the next assignment. And so that's been my journey. I've just been seeking the Lord every little assignment. Sometimes I do not understand when he closed doors and opened up doors. I do, don't understand, but I stay continuously to ask him, you know, to fulfill his plan, purpose, and destiny. And I ask him to speak to me audibly. Mm -hmm. uh, it's great to hear from others. Right. But I want to hear him from myself. So yes. what, what was that transition point in your life? When when did you make that actual transition in your life from, say, secular world into the spiritual realm? <laughs> yeah, that's a story right there. Well, Sarita, uh, what happened was when I, when I went to this particular job, mm -hmm. I was not all where I am today, Okay. I was fussing, doing all kinds of stuff, partying and all of that. But God spoke to me when I started getting serious with my walk with him. He said, I put you here to be a witness. And at this point, when he said that, I had I had totally changed. Mm -hmm. He had totally changed me. I wasn't clubbing anymore. I wasn't cussing anymore. My coworkers, everybody knew, noticed the change. I mean, I had stuff all on my desk, the Bible poems, everything was God. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So they noticed the change too. And I was bold with it as well. Right. So um, so I said, so when the Lord told me that he put me to be a witness here, and I'm like, okay, I think I've been witnessing long enough and he still had not released me from this job. And so I was like, Lord, why have you not released me from this job? And good, it just hit me probably about three years or four years later that, wait a minute, I've been giving them the salvation plan. So I started calling the CEO, everybody in my office, I didn't care what their title was, and asking them that they that they um know the Lord. Mm -hmm. It's to know the Lord. So and you I tell you something. Let me just interject here. You were doing this on your secular job, calling the CEO, the big people, and asking them if they knew the Lord. I did because I knew they confirmed me. 
You know, they got the rules and all that, uh, you know, on the on the walls all throughout this company, what your rights are and this and that. And one of them was religion. They could not fire me because of that. So I was bold with it because God has let me, you know, it hit me that he had not released me. And I'm like, I've been a solid witness. You know, they see me change, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I had not ministered to them. Mm-hmm. So good, I did. And what the CEO said, we heard that you were uh, calling everybody in your office, asking them that they know the Lord. Girl, he told me that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. And I did. I did. I was calling them all in. But Serena, when that happened, God gave me the date to exit out. It was I could have given them a two-month notice. I said, Lord, that's two months. I remember saying it. It was it was February. I can't remember the exact date, but it was February of, of 96, okay? But he gave it to me in December. And I said, oh, Lord, I can give them two months notice. However, I, I pushed it to the side and kept on working. When February came, he spoke that date to me again, Serena, literally. And so at that point, I was able to give them a week notice. That's all I gave them was a week notice. And I, I left. And so you have another did you have another so, job? I'm sorry, what was that? Did you have another job? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I did not have another job to go to. None of that. I wouldn't even, I was such in a place with God when I said was. I'm still in a place with God, but that was so fresh back then. Um, my faith was so on a level of, and still is, uh, of trusting God. So when he gave me that exit date, no, I did not have a job to go to. I did not have no money. I got my own car note, rent, all of that, and God kept me. But when I when I left the company, they did not celebrate me at all because I gave them a week notice. Right. But God said, leave gracefully. When I left gracefully, I I uh, hugged the CEO, everybody, because we all worked on the same floor. Yeah. So, uh, they said, what are you going to do? I said, you're going to read about me in the newspaper, and I'm going into the ministry full time. I'm like, where did I came from? <laughs> Literally, and that's what happened. Oh my God. Started a ministry with a young lady there in uh, in my hometown, and it's still blossoming today. And I went into ministry full time. No, I did not have no money. God kept me in my apartment, my car. I mean, I got so many stories. I mean, He just took care of me until I continued to seek Him, though. So I continued to seek your... the Lord for the next step in my life. So my question would be, if you quit. I'm sorry, what was that? My question is, if you quit your job, you had no other job to go to, you really didn't have money saved up, but you you were walking by faith. That's what this is called, a faith walk. What did your family and friends think about that? Right. Oh, my goodness, girl. <laughs> yes, Rita. Um, well, they... Um, one of my closest friends went to the pastor and said, Sylvia don't live, left her job. And she was so concerned that she told our pastor. And he said, well, if, if she she left her job and God told her, she'll be all right. But she was so concerned because all of us was in the Lord. It still is to this day. But no one had done what I had done. So my family, my grandmother told me this. And she said, I told them, that's what she said. I told them that if God told her to do that, I'm be just fine and she's doing what God told her to do. So I knew that the family was was speaking to one another, but it was not coming to me. My my girlfriend didn't even come to me. They were all concerned, but they did not come to me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, they thought I had lost my mind. My girlfriend later said she thought I had lost my mind. Literally. Well, you know, so my- it was all a witness for me. Mm-hmm. Huh? No, I was going to say, I was going to say worldly people would be concerned about what you did, taking that. But if we are in Christ and we know that we are to walk by faith and not by sight. And if you're saying that, you know, you heard from the Lord, you knew God was going to take you. I knew Serena. I had no doubt. No, I didn't even worry about lights. I didn't worry about nothing. That, and I always reflected that place when my flesh wanted to rise up and word from time to time. I go back to that end with God that I ain't worried about a thing. And so I make myself a place. Sylvia, 
Don't you trip. Don't you worry about nothing. God got you. What he brought me through during that time and all throughout to where I am today, when those things try to overwhelm me, I go back to that place because the natural person would have been looking like, I can't do this. And I'm going to tell you, Sarita, there was time when God did not want me to move or stay on my face and I was trying to get a job. People would hire me over the phone. And God said, no. Really? He would say no to me. Do not take that job. No. And I didn't I did take it. Every, but he, it was just, it's just miracles after miracles after miracles. We serve a mighty God that we don't have to worry about nothing, but we know that everyone on earth has a purpose. It's up to us to seek the one that created us and brought us here to find out all what he wants to do here on earth to bring him glory. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So yes, it, it, it was a faith walk and it still is a faith walk. Okay. It still yes. is a faith walk. So, so yes. now you have your entities, your ministries that's up and running now. You are the founder of Jubilee CDC. Can you tell us something about Jubilee CDC and, and what that entails and what you do for individuals? Yes, uh, thank you. Um, Jubilee Community Development Corporation came about uh, here where I am located now. Uh, in, in the ministry that God has called me to is deliverance. Mm-hmm. healing, the restoration. And so I was having a conversation with my dad and he was getting paid for what I do in ministry, like ministering to those that are on drug and alcohol. I'm like, you get paid for that? And I'm like, wait a minute, I do that all the time in my ministry. So I began to uh, get certified to bring all of that that God has instructed me to do under um, so I got certified as a recovery coach, a life coach, and all of that, just so I can have that behind me. But I was already doing it, been doing it for years. Right. Didn't know people was getting paid for it on a regular basis, but yeah. learned that through my dad. And so once I did that, I began to expand my services in the local area where I am right now today. Okay. And it consists of drug, alcohol, all faces of recovery, of addiction. Uh, Jubilee uh, provides services for uh, to bring healing and restoration in those lives and family lives, homelessness, those that are uh, struggling with recidivism, uh, those that are struggling with any walk of life. Uh, Jubilee Community Development Corporation is there to bring wholeness to those that are, are having uh, struggles in life, period. Whether it's marriage, family, what have you, Jubilee um, uh, all those services fall up under uh, Jubilee Community Development Corporation. Well, that it came about because I had that conversation with my dad. <laughs> yes. okay. Well, thank you so much. We want to thank you for sharing a part of your story and, and the fulfillment oh, of God in your life. And we want our listeners to know a burning love moment. We will be coming with all different types of topics and subjects for you because we are going to talk, we're targeting anyone that are struggling with everyday life issues. And that's where Jubilee CDC comes in place because Dr. Shipman here, she is able to help in all areas of recovery. It just doesn't have to be drugs or alcohol, whatever area of recovery where you need help, Jubilee CDC is there for you. So that's why we wanted to come to our listeners and let them know who the host and the co-host is of A Burning Love Moment. We thank Inspiration for your day for having us. And Dr. Shipman, we, we, and we call her Dr. Shipman because she has a doctoral degree in theology. So that is why she is known as Dr. Shipman, but we are not medical doctors, but we are on a mandate right. to help individuals to have live a fulfilled life. So Dr. Shipman, if you wouldn't mind telling the listeners how they can get in touch with you in the future. Yes. Yes, you may uh, look us up on uh, the website. It's Jubilee Community Development Corporation. That's Jubilee, J-U-B-I-L-E-E-C-E-C dot org. You can follow us also on Instagram and Facebook with Jubilee, J-U-B-I-L-E-E-C-E-C on Instagram and on Facebook. And then certainly you can reach out and contact us by telephone, 877, that's 360-1177. We're here to assist you in any manner. Um, we would love to help you through your journey here on earth and the plan and the purpose that God has for you. Thank yes. you, Sarita. 
You are so welcome. And I thank God for you accepting the invitation to be my co-host on a Burning Love Moment. And if you'd like to okay. reach Burning Love Outreach or learn more about mm-hmm. us, you can go to our website at burningloveoutreach.org. You can leave a prayer request, a testimony. We would love for you to partner with us. You can donate to this ministry either with a one-time donation or with a monthly donor, be a monthly donor. So we want to thank everyone for listening today. Please stay tuned for our next episode. We will have Yusuf and Felicia Ramderace. They are a couple. They will come and speak with us still about marriage. Um, We are continuing on with that topic because many marriages are in trouble. They were almost divorced, but they have been married now for 36 years and they will come on and share their story with us on our next episode, which will air in May. So we thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Dr. Shipman. Remember, don't give in and don't give out. We see you today. God bless everyone. Are you or someone you love struggling with the chains of drug addiction? Do you feel like there's no hope or no escape from your situation? My name is Sarita Jones. I am the founder and president of Burning Love Outreach. This ministry is based upon my real life experience. Led by the Holy Spirit, I traveled from a life of darkness and despair, suffering from drug abuse and addiction, to be reborn to a life filled with light, hope, and love. My goal is to see others experience the same joyful rebirth, to be bigger, bolder, and more valuable than they have ever imagined. For speaking engagements that will inspire a change in your community, please visit my website at burningloveoutreach.org. Remember, God has a plan for your life. So don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. For the best custom-made jewelry that showcases style and elegance, check out Ken's Jewelry at Morningside Avenue, Scarborough, Ontario. We specialize in modern, contemporary, and vintage styles. All of our designs are crafted with passion, using the most exquisite gemstones and diamonds. Jewelry has no boundaries, so if you can think it, we can make it. Check out Ken's Jewelry at Morningside Avenue, Scarborough. Call us at 416-293-7181. That's 416-293-7181. Ken's Jewelry.
This indeed is the day that the Lord has made, and let us rejoice and be glad in it. And if you are celebrating a big day today, if it is your birthday this week, or an anniversary, or another milestone, we want to celebrate with you and praise the Lord for your success and for allowing you to see another day or another birthday. Happy birthday from all of us here at Inspiration for your day. Here's a song to help you celebrate. To the islands of the sea.
really hope that you've been enjoying the music. I just wanted to take a little break to share some inspirational words with you. And it is from Crosswalk.com, the devotional. And this is an article by Catherine Britton. And it says, Don't bother me with details. So Joshua took the entire land, just as the Lord had directed Moses, and he gave it as an inheritance to Israel, according to their tribal divisions. Then the land had rest from war. Every so often, I take out my old dear diary from when I was eight years old and thumb through it for the sake of hilarity. Most entries go something like this. Today, I woke up at 7.47 a.m. Then I ate pancakes for breakfast. I love pancakes. Then I did school and I brought my magnifying glass with binoculars with me to co-op. And then we played outside in the afternoon. I scraped my knee when I fell off my bike but I rode all the way around the house on the grass. Riveting, no? Amusement carries me through about three very short Dare Diary entries, and then I close the flowery notebook and get back to my current life. After I've read through a week of what I've had for breakfast, I'm done observing my former status as a cute kid. Every, li every little detail that I thought was so important when I was eight just doesn't thrill me now. Unfortunately, I've had a tendency to take the same approach to certain portions of scripture. You know the ones I'm talking about. This is what Moses had given the tribe of Gad, from Hesmon to Ramoth Mizpah, and from Mahanaim to the territory of Debir. All the territories and distances and kings of what city, etc., are very much like those breakfast entries. That's nice, God, but frankly, I don't really care anymore. I didn't think it was possible to make a sermon out of such details, but a pastor proved me wrong on Sunday. In fact, he made a sermon out of all nine chapters, detailing which tribes and clans got what land when the Israelites finally took Canaan. And unbelievably, I found myself reveling in the inane details. Consider that this doling out of territory was 600 years in making, a promise made to Abraham 600 years before this moment before Egypt happened, before Abraham even had an heir of his own kin. Six hundred years later, God's promise that Israel would possess the land of Canaan finally comes through, and in all that time, God has not lost sight of the details. In the midst of this plan that spanned more than half a millennium, the Lord of Israel comes from the span of heaven and picks out every plot of earth that every clan will inherit. We serve a God who controls both the universe and the finest breath of wind, who orchestrates all of history and the little details for our lives. Nine chapters about plots of land? Apparently, he cared enough about the details to include them in divine revelation. And yet, how often do we pass over these same details tucked away in Scripture, even when we're searching for assurance of God's hand in our life? As Abraham Piper writes, it's true that knowing that Mikmatheth is east of Shechem ranks very low in the list of facts that are important to know from the Bible, but it matters because the sum of all the dull details that God has accomplished proves that whatever He promises, He will do. Is your life boring right now as you walk through the inane details of day-to-day -day living? Rejoice in knowing that God's hand is at work even in the little things.
business to promote sign up now for the TLC business directory send an email to info at the lakesidechurch.ca fill in your business information and you're all set get the word out and increase your clientele sign up today Just one dream, resources could not be seen. Remember when you stayed up late at night trying to work out the in Remember your passion, remember your drive, remember how you felt inside. Remember when you felt you could conquer the world and no mountain was too high. But now the storms have passed your way. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? And the sun didn't shine today What you gonna do? Tell me what you gonna do 
And this is where we come to the end of the show for the day. Thank you so much for having tuned in. I really hope that it's touched your spirit and put a smile on your face. And as I always say, a sense of renewed joy and hope in your hearts. And may the peace of God follow you all through this week. If you are looking for a church to follow online for Sunday services, you can check out thelakesidechurch.ca at 1030 a.m. on Sunday mornings for live on-stream services, as well as the Lakeside Church Toronto on Facebook for prayer meetings at 7 p.m. on Tuesday afternoons. Thank you so much for having joined me, and God bless you as you go through the rest of your day and the rest of this week, and we will see you next time on Inspiration for Your Day. Understand your plans, but that was quite all. Remember your mission, remember your vows, remember how you felt inside. Remember when you knew God had your back and He was gonna be your God. But now the storm have passed your way. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? And the sun didn't shine today. What you gonna do? Friend, what you gonna do? Listen to me. Nobody ever promised that the road was nice. And if your dreams gon' live, you gotta pay the price. You've got to know your friends from your foes. In hard times, your fate must rise. Push a little harder, come a little further. Pray a little deeper, clinging to the keeper. Till you reach the finish line, don't you stop. Till the devil bring all he got. Cause you're ready. Your finest hour Child of a king You better use that power You're a go-getter So you gotta go get it Setbacks may come to this track But don't let it When your knees grow weak Your fate gotta speak Every promise gotta keep Every goal you gotta meet Yeah, the doubters will doubt But the giants will fall Walk in your purpose Answer the call And you can't go soft Gotta go hard Can't go soft Gotta go hard Push a little harder a little further, pray a little deeper, clinging to the keeper. When opportunity comes knocking at your door, you're ready. Put it